Underpowered Podcast, a gaming podcast where we battle our backlog, revealing what is worth your time, money, and energy. This is episode number 43. My name is Shelby Stokes, and on the cast today, our trusted co-host, Casey Cool. Hello. And special friend of many ways, Mr. Sean the Spoolman Pool. What do you mean, special? I mean, you're, such, you're special. You're, you're special. special. You know, like, like a mom would tell her child, you are special. I shine bright like a diamond. You shine bright. You are a special little <laughs> snowflake, my friend. Sweet. <sighs> Congratulations. You made it into the special circle. So, full disclosure, everyone, this is a different episode than was planned because I'm an idiot and we had bad luck. No. Yeah. We, we, we definitely had learned a lesson regarding recording audio. Yes. Not us, not us. Not us, our guest host Con- that came confirming, on. Confirming, confirming audio. This is number, this episode number 43, take two, is what this is. Yes, this is number 43B, it seems like. Here's the episode title, 43B. <laughs> 43B, B-side. do-overs. We mulliganned this episode, but hey, it happens to the best of us. Yeah. Live and learn. Mulligan, do-over, 43B. Yeah. That's like a tease, like now they're going to want to know what happened in A and why it. Well, we'll talk about it in a couple weeks. I want to relive it too, but it's (laughs) gone forever. It got (laughs) caught in the internet blender and it has been shredded. Now let's never talk of it again. (laughs) What were we talking about? (laughs) Exactly. This is kind of a way to explain that somebody lost progress. Like we lost progress on our last episode and in Valhalla... That's Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Oh, no. I went to go load my save, and I lost 12 hours oh, of no. gameplay. 12 How? hours of gameplay. Yes, the Xbox Series X isn't so perfect after all. Yeah, no joke, right? <laughs> so this is total punishment for me being like, this game is great. I don't know what you guys are all talking about. Because we've heard multiple reports. This game is buggy. This game crashes. I'm having issues. And I had few issues, not a ton of issues. And here I go to load in my save. I'm like, I'm going to finish this game this weekend. And I lost 12 hours what? of progress. Did you, has that happened to other people? Like, have you looked it up and that's like a an issue that people have or no i did a brief google search i couldn't get anything with traction yeah. i mean i think it happens to people all the time oh, i went weird. to go back and reload the save and it had reverted back to a cloud save and i know when i finished my last session i tried mm. to manual save it i remember clicking manual save but i don't know that it actually went all the way through of course it was one in the morning i figured uh, it worked i moved yeah. on when it says, don't turn it off while it's spinning or while this icon is in the tiny corner. Did you shut it down completely or did you try to put it in like one of those like suspended states too? So I think that was my problem. I think that I started playing on a suspended save, fast forward 10 to 12 hours over multiple sessions, and it just hadn't been saving the program or saving uh, saving the file is what I think How happened. are you not auto-saving like every – or like manual saving every few hours? Uh. Well – you, try, you, just... he, you see, you didn't grow up playing JRPGs where, like, if you lost three hours, that's like, <laughs> oh, you don't even know. It's like, you don't know. Dude, you don't know uh, about I'm, I'm done. I'm done. I can't go back and play 12 hours right now. It's just not going to happen. I, I can't even handle it. Guess the story's not so good after all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You added it to your backlog, I believe, too. Oh, Sean. my gosh. Um, I, I don't even know what to do. I'm about ready to pull my hair out. I mean, it's like a replay for 12 hours, and I'm sucks. just like, what the heck? Can't You, you can skip cutscenes, though, right? I mean, yeah, but it's all it's all dialogue. I mean, so just there... skip it if you if you already saw it, like if you know it, that'll cut off like two hours at least. <laughs> oh yeah, I, I know Shelby too though. He's a side quester. He we all took these little personality oh, tests. Yeah. 
this week in our Discord, and we learned what kind of gamers we are. And I'm a art gladiator architect. <laughs> I was like, oh, that's a weird combo. Okay. I smash what I build. Who were you, Sean? Uh, I was a bard skirmisher. I didn't agree with the skirmisher part because the skirmisher was. Mm, I do. The skirmisher was like, you don't like strategy. You like just going in and smashing stuff or whatever. And I was like, mm. oh. I don't think there was enough yeah. strategy questions because i always feel like when i take like those kind of personality tests that you can obviously like they'll give you three options like do you like to kill everything do you like to smell the flowers do you like to go wandering it's like i wonder what three things these are like point i hate it when they're that obvious because then i feel like my brain like will try and go towards the whatever like the choices it wants but it was pretty good the bard one is good bards like you like to support others and like um yeah. adventure i think and stuff like that is what that's focused in on. mmos you're always a tank or a healer so i was like oh yeah yeah that makes sense that makes sense yeah i like being support what what were you shelby i was a bounty hunter slash something else because you like to do side quests you are Dude, you, get... you gotta do bounties you gotta check that list baby yeah, you gotta check you things like off that list <laughs> so okay with the 10 hours did you play anything else afterwards or have you just been morally defeated like I have with our interview. No, field. I mean I, I dove into Hades. Like oh, I nice. got, you know, losing that progress, oh, taking nice. the wind out of my sails for Valhalla. Like pun not intended, yeah. but yeah, I just Oh, pun you know. intended. No, no, no. No, no, no. You can't take <laughs> oh, no, that. No, no, no. You own it. You, you own, own that it. pun. Yeah, yeah. You own that pun. Yeah. yeah, so I've been playing a lot of Hades. It's uh it's really good. The runs are a little bit longer than maybe I appreciate because i'm getting better at the game or i'm learning the game one of the two yeah and it feels like those runs are pretty long i haven't timed one out but it feels like they're a good hour plus run have you beat have you completed a run yet Mm -mm. have either of you beaten a run no how far have you gotten i've gotten to the fourth stage nice so you're i think you're further than like past elysium then yeah okay yeah that's further than me. And the the boss in Elysium is not cool. I don't know if you've hit the boss yet. Oh, yeah, yeah. I hate it. Ooh, Especially when they're so like, oh, no, there's not just one boss. There's two. Yeah, and then they put the boss halfway through that level as well, and you got to, like, own him twice. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so frustrating. Oh, the fourth the fourth level is the final level. Oh, is it? I just Googled it, so hopefully that's not a spoiler alert okay. for you. I, I Googled how many stages, and it said for cancer. <laughs> nope, <laughs> not that. <laughs> So you're near it. You're close. Yeah, it's it gets really difficult. It's like white knuckle play for me. I don't know about you, Sean, but whenever I get in it, like I am. Yeah, even Elysium yeah, is like pretty. Like leaning forward, white knuckling it, just trying to get through each stage. What's your favorite weapon of the weapons? Ooh. Yeah, I want to hear that from you too. I've had some pretty good runs with the shield. I like the shield too. You, you just dash, yeah. just do 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 and smash mm-hmm. whatever the charge. Yeah. I forget what it's called, like the bull rush or whatever it is, where you like charge it up and like. Yeah, it's good. I like the shield. Normally, mm-hmm. I wouldn't like close range weapons like that. But yeah, and, and the shield's nice because if you can get a poison buff on that ricochet between enemies, you can just bam oh, poison. I haven't yeah, tried that. Pretty good. Normally, I there. normally I don't like the Dionysus ones, or if I do, I do like the little like lob grenade thing where you can with mm-hmm. your special. Yeah, you draw the smoke. What's your favorite weapon? Oh, uh, the shields. I like the spear a lot. Because you can throw it. But the shield's great. If I just want to do like a dash run, that's I like that better than like the fists. With the Daedalus hammer, it can totally change them and make them fun too. Because I did a Daedalus mm-hmm. hammer with the power fist and it made like the uppercut like pull people to you or something like that. Oh, and it was it was really awesome. Yeah, I actually haven't done a run with the um, gloves yet. 
or whatever you call them, the fists of fury or whatever. So I just unlocked the last, or I just unlocked the gloves, and that's probably going to be my next run because I'm I'm normally going to the the um the currency boost, whatever weapon they put the currency boost on. So I'm kind of just following that and seeing how far I can get. That's kind of what I've been doing. Get more darkness. How how are you feeling on it? Are you still in it? I've been playing other games and then I just pop in and do like a run or two like a night or something like that just to keep it in there but uh yeah I've only got I've I've gotten killed by the Elysium boss quite a few times and my runs usually fall apart in Elysium (laughs) if I even if I don't make it to the boss or whatever yeah Elysium's tough you want to beat him like that's what's bringing you back right you're like I gotta get this oh yeah yeah the boss is a real dude. <laughs> yeah, for sure. So they have that enemy type in Elysium that's the butterflies, the seeking butterflies. You know what I'm talking Yes. I hate. I hate that enemy. I hate <laughs> it. Because they're everywhere. Yeah. And it doesn't even look like an enemy. It just looks like a little aesthetic like... piece to the puzzle. And you're like, oh, that's not hurting me. Oh, no. I hate that. When you're like, oh, look at that. It's like a bubble that spawns and then just sends out little butterflies slowly, like a swarm of butterflies slowly over time. So if you don't kill them right mm-hmm. away... Next thing you know, there's just butterflies everywhere on the map. And if you touch any butterflies, they do damage to you. So. Yeah, that's one of the more frustrating things about that game is I feel like I can't get through the different stages without losing life. Like, I am consistently losing health on each stage. So it's more of a game of trying to just reduce the amount of hits that you can take rather than not getting hit at all. Yeah, I've gotten really good to where the first two areas I don't get take too much damage. But by the time I get to Elysium, then it's like... Uh, like, well, and then the traps usually get me all the time, especially in Elysium with the spear guys, because I'm just dash. Usually, my style is just like dash, yep. dash, dash mm-hmm. all over. Maybe the you place gotta slow and... down a little bit, you know. Think about what you're doing. No, no you gotta get away, dude. You gotta, you gotta <laughs> get that dash in, especially when you're up against those archers. They seek you in. Ooh, oh, yeah. boy, that red, that reticle hits your body. You gotta move, baby. You gotta get gone. <laughs> I've been playing City Skyline, um, as like my chill game, like when it's late at night and I don't like feel like talking to anyone and i'm like i just want to i want to play a game but i don't want to be active yeah 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 building a megalopolis i gotta turn your brain off game kind of right now but you can't really turn your brain off i've been playing a lot of games myself like after this weekend so the wife my wife was really cool like oh just go like stay up play games this week friday night i got and downloaded the monster hunter rise demo because that is on my backlog okay and I am very, very, very excited for that game after playing the demo. <laughs> it was such a big deal that eShop, you couldn't download it the first night. So many people downloaded it, it shut the eShop down. I don't know if you heard about that. Like people, Thanks, like, Nintendo. No, I had my buddy go. I was like, I've been trying to download it for an hour, and it won't download. So I waited a day because I knew I wasn't going to have time. It is definitely going to scratch that MMO itch, but I need to find a group. I need to find my Jedi, my, I need to be a Padawan. I need someone to teach me the Monster Hunter way. <laughs> we have Haste. There's a guy in our Discord, and he's going to lead the way. And I got, I found a couple other people, so that'll be cool. That game's really rad. The different weapons. The one thing that stuck out to me is a weapon called a Hunter Horn. It's a guitar, I think. I don't know. I could, I was not using it right at all. And I failed the mission. I used it. So, so that, that's the other thing. I used a couple weapons, and if I had a bad playthrough, I'm like, well, not using that weapon when I play. I just wrote it off completely. Question for you. Uh, Did you play Monster uh-huh. Hunter World at all? No, because it was on all the new systems. I don't know the difference between this, but from like other podcasts or stuff I've heard is like 
this is like stepping because world i guess changed because i've never played any monster hunters other than world world was again my first kind of experience with them and it was good but people from what i understand world was quite a change from previous monster hunters and rise in like some people liked it and you know there's always people are like no it's different i don't like it um right right eh, and that's exactly mm. what they sound like but and then rise exactly. yeah, supposedly like this. Ah! rise supposedly like steps back from a bunch of good changes or like goes back towards how they used to be again so so my understanding that was a really long so <laughs> okay my understanding is this monster hunter world made everything a bit too easy and too accessible and there was a lot of repetitiveness mm. with the open worlds the developers at Capcom listened to the fans because the fans wanted certain things to be like the old way. Yeah. And the, then they, the things that made quality of life improvements were made mm-hmm. to make the game a bit more accessible, but still have that old feel. And uh, here's why I think it'll be my game of the year. You can ride a dog. You get a pet <laughs> dog and you can ride What it. about the cat so, people? It's still there. You have your cat friend too. Okay. He's a ninja. Okay. <laughs> This game is the perfect game and i'm buying the special edition version the special edition your dog's a golden retriever that's so very yeah that's brilliant that. that's brilliant they put yeah. the golden retriever behind a paywall it's just like 10 extra bucks you get a bunch of skins too <laughs> I know. i'll take that's it that's a paywall i was like done um i played that that's like we're gonna make the corgi cost 20 extra oh, man. you can't ride a corgi <laughs> that would be funny though if it's a bunch of corgis and you're surfing on them maybe <laughs> Two corgis and one under each foot. Yeah, there it goes. <laughs> Corgi rollerblades. Uh, then I've been playing Ace Attorney. I'm very close to finishing ep- the first one. So I've got two more of those to go. I have bitten off more than I can chew. The game is... It makes me feel stupid at times. Because <laughs> I'm like, there's the contradiction. And it's actually not in the court. When you're in the court cases and you can kind of have the evidence, that's my favorite part. The hard part is the in-between yeah that part's great the hard part is the in between when you have to investigate the crime scene and find your evidence because sometimes it could be there's like a random part birthday party hat on a bench that you don't go and examine and so you can't move on so you go back so i'm like what am i looking for and then you have to scan up and down this little picture phoenix attorney's good and then my son and i are really really close to beating luigi's mansion that game each level takes about 30 minutes to an hour i really like the pacing of that game but the controls just are horrendous. Enough to where I get really frustrated. And I and I, Shelby likes to think I just blame controllers for games. Now that he knows... What, he's got the drift now. Shelby's got a case of drift. <laughs> so he knows how it sucks. When it doesn't work and you know the input you're putting in, it's infuriating. And it's not the game's fault. Well, in this case, it is the game's fault. The Joy-Con <laughs> okay. fault's different. I was like, are yours drifting yeah, again? Did you get new Joy-Cons? Because you got new ones like Christmas. No, I'm using the Pro Controller. Here's what happens. You can use the left and the right stick. You can also use the joy, the Pro Controller Joy-Con. If you tilt up, Luigi will look mm. up or down, right? And they really should have just stuck with you can look up and down that way and you move with the stick. There's too many choices with either stick because sometimes when you need to look up and you get caught, you, he, he'll stop turning. He won't do a full 360. I want to just be able to hold the stick and have him like whip around. And, and there's nothing in the settings to change or disable yeah. that? I could probably turn off the motion controls, but still, then I'd have to use the right stick to look up and down, and I still get yeah. I, don't, I never like dual stick like control and, and looking yeah. like move and look in any game. I don't want to like play my hand with my review here. That game is really it's good, and I like a lot of things about it. And I'm glad Nintendo bought that company because I think they're it's like they're almost there, if that makes sense to make it 
just perfect. Gonna be perfect. You heard it here Luigi's first, Mansion Four. Just this just in gonna be perfect. Yeah. But it is again the perfect game to play with a five year old or a younger <laughs> sibling because when they're co op, the yeah, man. never dies. And so that's it for my game. Yeah. And before we move on for the video games, I have the Twitter poll that has been up for a couple of weeks now. Should we turn this in? Make this official? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. So added to the backlog for Casey, uh, it was between Sonic Forces, Katana Zero, and Inkenfell. Sonic Inkenfell. Forces got zero votes, <laughs> zero. by the way. Which completely <laughs> makes sense now that I think about it. Like, right? Isn't that how it works? Yeah. And then my choices were between FF7 Remake, Doom Eternal, and Control. And then with 57%, Control is the game being added nice. to my backlog. And I got Inkenfell. So I'm going to add my other personal choice tonight, right now, too. Because oh, my are. wife made this happen. Yeah. Uh, my son saw the preview for Mario 3D World, Bowser's Fury, and said, can we get that? Bowser's and then my wife saw it and goes, we're going to get that. And I said, <laughs> okay, because it's four player, right? So we're all going to play it together. Oh, so, neat. Very excited. Very excited for that. Is, uh, is Sammy going to play too? Uh, she, you know, it's really cute now. <laughs> she's starting to go. She's like, let's play Mario. She'll say it and hold the controller because she just wants to be like, one yeah, of the guys, you know, she wants That's to be part cool. of it. And she loves Pokemon. She loves her Pika- the Pikachu. And Piplup. She sleeps with her giant Piplup every night. I wonder how accessible Pokemon, the new Pokemon Snap is going to be. Because the original one was pretty accessible on N64. Speaking of Pokemon Snap, that leads us to the news. <laughs> yeah. The big three news. The news. The big three news stories that we chose this week. The first of three is in regards to a brand new Pokemon Snap. It'll be out April 30th, and it's Pokemon's 25th anniversary. So they're celebrating 25 years with a new Pokemon Snap. It's much overdue. Did you guys play Pokemon Snap? Oh, yeah. I have it right behind me somewhere. Do you remember the blockbuster you could go and get your photos printed? Yes. I never did that, but I remember that. Yeah, neither did I, but I remember. God, I miss blockbuster. Friday night, you're going to blockbuster. (laughs) You did not know that was the best time of your life. With your friends. We're going to rent a movie, a video game, stay up all night. It's the best. Do they not do that at GameStop? Probably not. GameStop's evil. Because you have to buy 10 Funko Pops (laughs) when you get in there. No, I'm very excited. I think it's obviously well overdue. That's a beloved franchise. I'm curious. Like, you know, the game, it it has simple mechanics. I hope it's longer. Yeah. I I don't know what they could have. I mean, they obviously added more Pokemon, right? Yeah, because I wonder if you... Because they... I mean, the original one was all you had was like one island where in this you could go to different islands you know like all around so you can have whole other levels so the potential for it to be a big game is there or maybe they have dlc there's way more pokemon now so there has to be more levels i'm curious to see how my son does with that that is one that i will not be buying i don't know if it'll i don't think it's gonna actually make it on my backlog but my son what has seen it and wants it for his birthday so that might be something i review later or as a bonus, we don't know. But they also did we say when it's releasing? Oh, it's really <laughs> April thirtieth as the big. That was the big April thing. April thirtieth, right around the corner. Yeah. And the other thing is, you know, Katy Perry is like setting up to do some big musical number of Pokemon for their twenty third anniversary. They keep talking about Katy Perry in them. So if Katy Perry is in Pokemon Snap, I like her Pokemon. Boom! There's your there's your hook. <laughs> I hope she's not in it. I feel like there's gonna be a Pokemon named Kit Kitty Purry because isn't that her alter ego? I don't know. Is it? <laughs> oh man, I uh... swear it is. Yeah. This this seems like such an odd choice. Like Pokemon Snap is not one that oh. I'd be like, yes, bring that back tomorrow. 
like I don't know. It just doesn't like what what does a no new Pokemon Snap look like right now? Like that is what I'm having issues with. I don't know what you do to add to that game, and I'm curious how they could integrate Pokemon Go. There's got to be opportunity for that. Like I, that was my thought today. I was thinking about that. I was on a run. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. smart because Pokemon Go has like the take a picture with your Pokemon or like right. in the wild, and stuff. so they could totally do that. There's something there. They they have to connect it somehow. <laughs> Here's an idea: a game released in 2021 that is just a photo mode. I love I loved it when think? I was younger. Marketing team, two thumbs up. Do you hear how people talk about Ghost of Tsushima's photo mode? Like I hear people rave about that. So, you know, people are into it. It obviously wouldn't sell as well as like an actual Pokemon game and stuff like that, which is probably why it's taken them so long to do it. But you know. When they're trying to kind of fill those gaps or come up with just more and more content, it's I, I I'm right? surprised they haven't done a new Pokemon Snap before. Yeah, now. I, there's been there's been a want for it, you know, for a long time from the fans. I think the real key with it, and I don't know because it's a Nintendo game, but I think if for like the launch price would be really key. Like if it's thirty dollars or less, I feel like that's a good probably price, unless it has a ton of content. A sixty asking sixty dollars for a Pokemon Snap game is real rich. Well, that's how I felt about the Link's Awakening, right? With it, it was a Game Boy Color game, and they put a new skin on it. That game should have been forty bucks, maybe thirty-five. But Nintendo doesn't Mm -hmm. do that with their AAA titles, you know, and that's a downfall, I think, after time. Eventually, they do their best sellers after a couple years, and they're twenty bucks, right? But if Pokemon Snap came out at thirty-five dollars, or if they want to get real wild, it's the 25th anniversary, and they make it 25 bucks. No way. They would sell. I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah. They would sell a lot no, of copies. No buy. No, no buy. buy. No buy. Sell it. No sell buy. It. <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't buy that. <laughs> well, have you ever bought any Skyrim mods or used any Skyrim mods? No, but Skyrim mods are a big uh, thing. I huh? definitely have. I didn't buy any. I didn't fall into Todd Howard's like. <laughs> pay for mods thing and then that blew up in his face um but i definitely have used a lot of skyrim mods when i've played back so uh, our second story shelby you want to lead us into that about skyrim modders sure so there is a group of modders out there that have been working on a project within the skyrim elder scrolls 5 universe they have over five hundred thousand downloads on their project specifically and they've just been brought on to build their own game so it's kind of cool to see modders within a community come together put in the time not being compensated and then come out the other end with a contract i know that is cool that they they made their own company the the mod was called enderall did you ever Mm -hmm. use that sean are you familiar with it um i am really familiar with it it like is a total conversion mod it takes basically the foundation of everything skyrim but puts it in like its own world like enderall isn't skyrim so like you're playing skyrim but enderall is like a whole different world with its own kind of like stories and like oh, characters and it's everything. a new game make a game within a game that's cool so a lot of times like i have a friend that works on the beyond skyrim team which is a separate mod where they're basically recreating um all of oh what the heck is the world the world of skyrim i can't think of it oh uh i can't think of the world right now they're basically making the whole world within the skyrim engine um but he started off just liking skyrim whenever skyrim came out tamriel tamriel Tamriel, yes um so they're making tamriel but he started off like in high school just loving skyrim and wanted to learn how to mod and now he's like 
been making really really cool stuff for them for years now and but a lot of people learn how to mod and get skills because they're all the other modders the more like experienced ones take people under their wing and teach them basics and stuff so those mods especially when it comes to bethesda games and stuff are very um great ways of like getting like like your foot in the door with like game development and mod like you're not getting paid it's all just like for learning and knowledge and stuff i'm but. curious how many uh companies seek out modders these days like that in that they see the talent and they see something there and they go oh let's get this person on the team and if they're not i think that is a poor move on big developer i if i was a big developer that's what i'd be looking for because they're obviously passionate about it, right absolutely so and they because they're doing that stuff without right. even getting paid. Imagine what they would do like, if you gave them a budget. Yeah, they just have whatever tools, avail- the free tools or cheap tools or whatever tools they have available to them. Imagine if they're like, you know, brought onto a company that actually, yeah, I'm sure it depends on the developer, but I'm sure a lot of them will take that under their under their wings. Um, some of them spin off and make their own companies, like in this case, where you know they're like, oh well, we know how to make a game. Like, why are we? doing this for free when we can right. make what we want and have control of it and you know get paid i think so I, console games really don't allow modding you have to do a lot to mod it right or you usually have to jailbreak the system a bit typically yeah minecraft i would think is maybe the first open game that people can mod on a console i know that's a weird example because of just all the texture packages you can but they they sell it right in the store the mods mm-hmm. now so i would love to see a world where consoles allowed modding or if gary's mod made it to the switch something weird like that you know shelby what are your thoughts um i think it's great i think if they can bring in individuals that have a passion for gaming that are doing it on the side and it's up to snuff then why not Mm -hmm. i think the gray area that a lot of these modders are seeing is that when they're trying to profit on properties that aren't theirs Right, And if they're doing that in a way, like you see a lot of these Nintendo projects that have been curbed Mm -hmm. over the years and Nintendo shuts them down. Um, You mentioned it earlier, Sean, like Todd Howard came out and basically said, hey, go mod away and we're going to give you a system that supports it. So, I mean, they obviously had the avenue to, so to see them kind of get their kudos or accolades on the back end with a chance to make their own project is pretty cool. I mean, it should inspire those hobbyists out there that are out there doing the work for these mods. Well, you know, what inspired Ubisoft to do the work? What inspired Ubisoft to do Pirates? the work? Pirates and a young punk teen by the name of Scott Pilgrim. Yes. That was a segue. Are that you talking was about Michael Sarah? <laughs> so wait, I think a new I think a new running bit. I think I think a new running bit we give a grade, like what do you do out of ten? So we'll just say the grade we'll just say that it really was quick. A... That was a two. That was a ham-fisted. Yeah, I was giving it three. Oh, wow. All right. Because you're like, you know about Ubisoft. Like, no one said anything about Ubisoft. Speaking of Ubisoft. I was thinking of, well, okay, here, I don't know. There could have been a better question. All right. Ubisoft Speaking of young kids trying to make their way in the world. That's what I was going for. of Skyrim fame. Yes. (laughs) No, Scott Pilgrim is out. The game, uh, Scott Pilgrim video game. It's back in the wild. Much like and Pokemon. By out, you so mean... I didn't. I didn't know it had disappeared. Mm-hmm. Scott Pilgrim versus the World's Epic Return. Yes, go ahead, I need, Shelby. I need the backstory to this. Take it for the, us. The uh, Scott Pilgrim versus the World had been delisted from many digital stores um, over the course of its existence. There's many 
speculations on why it was delisted, but it is back and you can play it when you would like, right? Probably I mean, music. This Maybe. I would I would imagine it's music. It and was I, all chip tune. Music is always the downfall for like yeah. copyright or like those kind of games. And I feel like that movie got a lot of hate when it came out. What? I no. I that movie it. got a lot of like what are you talking about? That movie did very well in the theater. Did it really? Yeah. <laughs> Just Shelby. <Okay>. Shelby. <laughs> yes, I'm the only one that hates Scott Pilgrim. Come at me, bro. It was I uh, feel like really outside you don't like it? of gamers, it might not have done as well. I don't know. I'm just trying to guess of why. I thought it was I thought it was a flop at the box office. I personally liked it. I thought it flopped, but you know what? It obviously has a following to some extent. Whether that be wide or small, who knows? So if you'd like to play some Scott Pilgrim, you'll now have the opportunity <laughs> to do it. Do you, do you want to say that? It got an 82 on Scott and Rotten Tomatoes, and the audience gave it an 84 on ScottPilgrim.com. Yeah, Scott, no, uh, here I'll put it in the chat. It's certified <laughs> fresh, bruh. On those tomatoes are fresh. Yeah, but okay. Shelby's just not okay, hipster. This enough. is from a. This is a site called Wikipedia.org. The film was a box office bomb that failed to reach its $85 million budget, but received positive reviews from critics. Oh, uh, really? Yeah. So money-wise, it didn't Who noted the film's better. visual style and humor and is evidently uh, a cult, Wait, has a cult following. Is, how much money here. did they use to make that movie? 85, 85 mil. Wow. Special there's effects. There's a lot of special bro. effects oh. in there. Like, there's, there's a guess, lot of good yeah. art that's incorporated in the different battles. They I had think. Superman. They had Brandon Roth or whatever. There you go. Uh, Chris Evans? You mean Captain America? Oh, yeah. What's Chris Evans? Chris Evans they... was in it, too, wasn't he? Yeah, he's in there, too. There's a lot. Uh, Aubrey Plaza is in there. All the ex-boyfriends. They're all cool. It's a great movie. If you mm-hmm. if you haven't seen it, anyone who's listening, you yeah. need to because it's good. Edgar Wright directed it, and he's a phenomenal director. Yeah. The game is really good, too. Yeah, it's What it's else good. did he direct? Baby Driver. And yeah. Baby Driver. Is that it? <laughs> Uh, no. Uh, what else has he directed? God, I know you're. There's one you're thinking of, um, Hot Fuzz. Yep. And what was his like breakout one with zombies? Was it Shaun of the Dead? Yeah. Okay, he did all that stuff with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. The game is a good game. It's a beat 'em up. It's like River City Ransom with a Scott Pilgrim skin. However, I saw people mm-hmm. complaining about it glitching out and breaking, so there's some issues with that. But people are enjoying it. I had that game for Xbox gold back when i had xbox 360 way win in 2010 it is a really good beat em up that game drops to like 10 bucks so i will download it for sure yeah it says uh it's main story and stuff's around four hours main plus extras eight so what's the price currently i have no idea how long wish... he doesn't tell me that <laughs> okay let me it's my job hold on <laughs> but yeah so getting it on sale or like ten dollars or cheaper probably is good good investment if you like beat em ups. Side scroll, I think it's a side scroll. It's a right? side scroll, like a final fight. Yeah, it is fourteen ninety nine. That I would just I want a little lower personally, but I'll take it because it's I know it's glitchy right now. But I think the big deal is that this game went out off of stores and fans were clamoring for it because there is a big thing. The creator Brian Lee O'Malley was on Twitch today streaming it. Ooh, did he give rare insights? No, I, I I only watched for a couple minutes because I had to go to a work meeting. But I was like, oh, Brad. And, then, and I just took him over. I was like, oh, cool. He's, right. he's Good doing for stuff, him. Brad. Look at him doing stuff out here. Good for him. <laughs> it's it's up there in nerd culture for millennials. If you haven't seen the yeah. movie, see the movie. Uh, 
And it's one of those instances where the graphic novel's good, mm-hmm. the movie's great. Where, like, Ready Player One, I would say, read the book, don't bother with the movie, the movie's okay. Although I didn't like the, I didn't like the book either. It's just the, the style, no, we're not getting into it, but just the style, the writing was very pandering. Yes, yeah, yeah, pandering is the right word, yeah. And I don't know if you guys read Armada that followed it, but you can definitely see the wheels turning in Armada. Like, if you read Ready Player One, it's like, oh, well, you know, he has a love for the culture. Then Armada, it's like, oh, no, he's doing this intentionally. Like, there is definitely I haven't read motivation. Armada. Yeah. <laughs> it's just that, Ernest Klein, yeah, I have Armada, and then Ready Player Two just came out. Oh, really? And I kind of, yeah. Hmm. It, but you read it, so you obviously enjoyed it a bit. I right? did, like, yeah. You wouldn't slog through yeah. yeah, okay, Shelby's in my camp. So I listened I, to it, and so is Will Wheaton in that voice oh, Will, too. And I like Will, Will Wheaton normally, but Will Wheaton, uh, his voice with it. Will Wheaton. And just like his tone. And it wasn't him. It was just the way it was written. Like that combination was yeah. just like, you, you uppity mother effer. <laughs> I know. <laughs> like the, just the writing. It made me hate the writer more. I, that's a weird, that's a weird pick. Well, speaking of watching movies, I think that finally moves us into our last segment. What, what you, what you, what you watching? What are you guys watching? I I have good answer. <laughs> I have good answer. I've watched. I've been watching Stargate SG One. Good answer. Which, when I Nerd. was in high, when, when I was in high school, I would come home and watch it ever like every Tuesday or th- or every day or whatever when it was on 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 TNT on Sci-Fi. It was on Sci-Fi before it was oh, okay. Sci-Fi okay. or Wi-Fi or whatever it Sifi. is now. Uh, but yeah, I used to watch yeah. it on there. At, when I'd come home from high school and it brings me back to nostalgia. It's a great, it's good. It's good stuff. It's so good. But anyways, I've watched in like the last week, I've watched like one and a half seasons. And this is like old school TV where seasons are 21, 21 episodes and they're all like an hour long. So I've watched over a day of Stargate in the last <laughs> week. So, uh, I, yeah. Good for you. <laughs> yeah. Good for you, man. Good. Sometimes that's important. Just get your shows in, you know? Good. Teal'c is the best character. Teal'c, that was his name. I couldn't remember it. I was about to call him Talk, and I was like, that doesn't feel right. Is that the dude with the the spiral? Teal'c, he's the Jaffa. Yeah, he has the like, snake He has the Naruto circle, the Naruto curse symbol <laughs> on his forehead. Before Naruto. Mm. The show started in, what, 96 or 7, I think? It ended in 2007. There are spin-offs. There's the movies. Because it was based on the mo- the original movie with... Um, yeah. Not, uh, Kurt Russell. With Kurt Russell and James Spader. And then they made the show with MacGyver as the main character. <laughs> I used to love that show. Does it age all right? Can you go back and watch it and actually enjoy it? It's good. It's funny seeing like their advanced technology and things like that from the mid '90s, and like their clothes and hair and stuff are obviously aged, but it's fun. Like the characters and stuff are. Uh, still great. I'm just throwing this out there. Stargate SG One started in 1997. Naruto premiered in 1997, and Shonen Jump. So. Oh, so they both had the same convergent or divergent convergent evolution it's the it's the curse seal bro it holds in the nine tail i like how you're getting defensive of naruto you're like no naruto is a classic (laughs) you dare japan is always original teal has a staff that shoots lasers there's you can't can't beat that can't beat that you're the sharinga (laughs) he's got a worm in his stomach he has a word wait a worm where in his stomach it's a goa 
which are the bad guys. It's a parasite. I was going to say, you know, he just rubs his butt on the carpet like a dog. <laughs> Does he have tapeworms? Is that what's going on? That, I don't know if that actually gets rid of them. I think it just scratches them. No, up. that just tells you you got to take them to the yeah. bed. <laughs> but yeah, so I've been watching a lot of SG-1. And then this show on Netflix called, I think I just finished it today, actually, called The New Adventures of Monkey. And it's based on the Monkey King legend in, like, China. And But it's good. If you like, it's really campy and jokey. It's made in Australia, so it's kind of like Australian humor. But it's it reminds me of, like, Hercules or Xena or any of those kind of shows where it's, like, a little bit of an ensemble cast. And it's, like, goofy and quirky, but they're also fighting. Okay. Okay. It's good. It's a half. They're half hour. Is there kung fu? There is some. Yeah, the main guy, the Monkey King. is. Yeah. Uh, well, that's what Goku's based off of, yeah. back to anime. Yeah. No, that's what that whole. Yeah, yeah. it's an old legend, but it's fun. It's it's, awesome. inter- it's him fighting demons and oh, stuff like that. And that's called Monkey King? The Le- New Legends of Monkey or something like oh, that. Oh, New Legend of Monkey. On okay, Netflix. I'll check that out. Netflix. I'll check that out. What about you, yeah. Casey? What have you been watching? Um. Well, I have two shows. One I've been watching with my wife. It's a show that's kind of a big deal to everyone. Everyone's filming me to watch called The Mandalorian. Oh, yeah. Pretty good. Good, good, good. I got through the first. I'm on season two. Uh, I have Mandalorian socks now. I'm all in. Like, I, he's a cool character. <laughs> Didn't you binge watch, like, the first season? Like, once you started, you watched it all in, like, a weekend? We watched it in a gotcha. week. We watched it in a week. We're like, all right, kids are in bed. Let's watch, you know. And it's good. Because it's just, it's so removed from the Star Wars. So some of it, I, I, like Tatooine, I'm like, okay, I know that planet. And when Andy was on and telling me it's like, a, it's a, mm-hmm. a Western, that sold it for me. And I I like the bounty hunter. I like the lore of Mandalorians and what they represent. Uh, who The episode with the Marshal, that's a, is that Josh Dumel? That's the guy from Justified? Yeah. Oh, you're in season two. Where they have to fight the giant sand dragon? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, so I'm watching that whole sand dragon sequence, right? And Adrian can see, my wife can see I'm like annoyed. She's like, wait, what? I go, why don't they just make him eat explosives? Like, <laughs> this is Tremors 101, yeah. <laughs> right? That was my whole thing. Like, oh, he's too hard. I'm like, yeah, have him eat, like, feed one of those yaks full of C4 yeah. and light that sucker up, you know? And then that's basically like, oh, okay. It seemed pretty obvious, yeah. I was like, yeah, there you go, great. Come on, are you playing enough video games, you know? <laughs> oh, you gotta throw a bomb in its mouth. <laughs> yeah, right, I played Monster Hunter. I'm just envisioning you in, like, physical pain on the couch. Just like, oh, mm, oh. It's just, I, no, I was cross-armed. They're like, just make him eat the bomb. I finally said it out, eat the explosives. Eat it. And my wife the goes, drama. oh, that would be a good idea. And then, when I, spoiler alert, you know, she goes, they did your thing. I go, kind of. Like, this, this could have, a lot of people died that didn't need to die today. Yeah. That's always frustrating. You're like, why? Why are you doing this, you idiots? But it's it's really well-paced. John Favreau writes really good shows. Like, it's mm-hmm. impressive. Yeah. The other show, and I caught up on and finished, was season two of The Boys, which you definitely can't watch around children. Uh, they might not Whoa. know what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> you hope. <laughs> I've only seen the first season, though. I don't know what happens in season two. Oh, my goodness. Shelby, have you finished season two? No. No. Mm. Okay, you both need to watch it, because there's this sequence with a whale. I do not want to spoil it. And it's like, oh, my God. No. You're like, no, they're not. No, they're not. And then they do it. And it's gross and hilarious at the same time. That show can make you cringe with how gory it can be. But it has it has really good comedic timing, and they flush out a lot of characters like Kamiko. Every character, like each episode, I'm like, oh man, Milk, you know the the mother Milk. The, yeah. I, no you're thanks. like, oh, he's great. Like he, I love his character more and more, and they develop him more. And then Frenchie, I was like, oh, he's kind. Of, and then you find out more about him. You're like, yeah, he's a. All those actors are very great, and Carl Urban mm-hmm. 
steals the show a lot of the time. The guy who plays Homelander plays such a good creep bad yeah. guy. Yeah. He nails that role. And I, if you when like... He, in the first season, like, this is a very, very, very minor spoiler, but, like, when he uh, drinks the milk mm-hmm. or whatever, and I'm just oh, like, yeah. I don't, nope, don't like that. Like, already, like, but he, so that's, that's running just, throughout every season, oh, yeah. too. He just yeah. is like... Like, he, he fully enjoys drinking milk. And... The thing that I was most impressed with on that show is how complex they actually took their job because it really would be easy to go in and be like bad superheroes and you could cash it in and write a very top to bottom script and make it not complex at all but i feel like the character depth in that Mm -hmm. show is something um to behold it's it's pretty cool do me a favor and finish season two because there's a lot of really good plot twists and history and connection i I, it's very I'm, i'm so excited for season three so shelby what have you been watching you want my wife's show or the show that I'm watching? My wife's show is Mandalorian. What's your wife? I, I want to hear your show and then I want to hear your wife's show. I well, I love the phrase wife show. Wife show. Okay, go ahead. What's your show? Officially, as of last Friday, there is new Marvel content on Disney+. Plus. WandaVision launched with two episodes last week. Uh, I cannot tell you how excited I was slash am for this show. It's back. There's Marvel content. Let's get into these characters. And the first two episodes, I was so disappointed. I cannot begin to describe. So I've been hearing a lot of people are yeah. like, I don't get it. I've been hearing a lot of people saying, uh, or I just on Twitter and stuff, people being like, I keep wait, getting like halfway through the episodes and waiting for a reveal or for like a something and it just never comes. So they're like, there better be one in yeah, episode three think, or they're going to lose yeah. me. That, and that's so. how I feel about it too. It's just one of those things where you're like, okay, you know something bigger is going on here. You know it. You can feel it. There's different nods to it. And mm-hmm. we've been watching TV for quite a while. We know it's coming. Just give it to us. Like yeah. to the, It's not in a void right. or like a bubble to where it's like, you know everything else. To the point where... If see if episode three is like a turn, like okay, we're actually going to show you the reveal. Give us the first three episodes and kick it down the road one mm-hmm. more week, Disney. Like, don't give us like these two softball episodes. Where you're like, uh, I don't know, and that's exactly what it feels like they did here, and it's really disappointing. Scarlet Witch is cool, but Vision, like, I never thought the the actor who plays him, he's not really there's not a lot of depth to Vision, you know. Well, he's not supposed to be. He's just a robot. He's an android man. Yeah, I mean, he's artificial intelligence, right? <laughs> there's there's more depth right. to him than that, okay? Like, he's grappling with his humanity. Is he human? Is he not? He's a conscious AI. What does that mean? Like, there's a lot of places Yet. they can go with that. Their love story has always felt, like, kind of forced forced in, tacked like, tacked on. on into the movies and stuff to where I don't care mm-hmm. about it. So, like, a show that's kind of around that doesn't really draw me in. I haven't bothered to try and watch wandavision yet but so far i'm probably just gonna wait until it's all done so i can just get through it yeah i and i would suggest doing that because if it gets better you're gonna hear about it like this this uh show has a marketing budget that is unparalleled like this is probably one of those shows that disney is just throwing money at so people Mm -hmm. will watch it yeah it's like mando in that way where where you're going to see ads for it and it's going to get traffic the downside to where the show is currently is that they have basically built on these characters you know them you have a feel for them in regards to vision and scarlet witch in the mcu Mm -hmm. the first two episodes of this show they are completely 
not the characters that you recognize through the MCU. So you come to that show to see Scarlet Witch and Vision and A New Adventure, and they are basically hamming it up in a shot-for-shot recreation of I Love Lucy and Bewitched with a couple of intense moments sprinkled in that will Mm -hmm. eventually be the turn of the show. So I think they're missing it in that if they are developing these characters, they want to do something in a side pocket of the universe, they need to build out those characters or at least give you that familiarity of them before they build them into something else. And it feels like it's just a departure from the story that they've been telling. From what it seems like, it's like they focus more on the parody of those Mm -hmm. or like trying to mimic those old shows versus like actual development of the character, like the new characters that are inserted in there. Um, Yeah. Which is not good. Like, like from what it sounds like they need to do that reveal. They need to have that mystery or that twist kind of in there to keep people be like, okay, I'm not just rewatching. I love Lucy or like, what's your target demographic? Are you going for like 80 year old ladies or whatever? So I personally, have always hated those one shot comedies. You know what I mean? Ba 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 ha 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 ha. I've always oh, despised I love those kids. like happy days. Kind of, yeah, happy days. I love Lucy. Oh, man. Uh, two and a half men. I love Lucy's like still on TV today. Two and a half men is true. <laughs> what is the one with the but, geeks? The help me Big, Big Bang, Bang. Theory. Big Bang Theory. Yeah, like took over the world. Just not for me. Like just not not my but kind of show. But they are the biggest shows on TV. Right, so more more True. power to them. But, it, I mean, watching these first two episodes, it feels like a shot-for-shot recreation of one of those episodes. The second episode is better than the first because it departs from that um, from that marriage of that content. Mm-hmm. I'm interested to see how they continue to evolve the story. Hopefully they give us more MCU content while parodying other shows. Like, when they go to Brady Bunch, I'm going to want to see the Brady Bunch episode, right? So if they keep picking out elements that are familiar, I think mm-hmm. it's a cool premise, but they got to give us more. Yeah, you need to understand why. Yeah. So what's your wife show? Oh, that's that's Ted Danson in his directorial debut. <laughs> I don't know if he's a directorial debut, but uh, he's in a new show called The Mayor, which is pretty good. He's like an out-of-touch older guy who runs for office. Hmm, where did they find this plot? Interesting. Right. Is he really into Twitter on the show and getting banned from the platform? Is it that kind of I mean, reach? I, I guess I need to watch a little bit more before I can I can take that <laughs> okay. on. But basically okay. he walks in, gives his opening speech and he's just completely out of touch. Yeah. So it's it's oh, pretty good. No. Uh, yeah, he he was really good in uh, the good place. So, mm-hmm. like, you know, he's still got it, that Ted dancing. I don't really watch a lot of TV sitcoms like you're talking about anymore. Like, Modern Family was kind of my last go, and then they they jumped the shark, which is coined from Happy Days, another Happy Days reference term. And hey. Hey, I, I, Superstore I liked yeah. on NBC as well, so it seems like it's in that mm-hmm. vein where it's shot like that. Yeah, it is. And I, I, I like that. Um, how many episodes in are you? Uh, we're only like one or two episodes in. We're very early. So do you think, I do this with my wife with new shows that start like in the mid-year. I go, okay, by episode three, I'm going to tell you if this is going to be canceled Dude, or not. no, Ted Danson's in it. <laughs> I think, as like Sean said, he can do no wrong right now. After coming off The Good Place, I mean, he carried that entire show. Well, didn't carry it, but he was a huge part of The Good Place. Yeah. He was I mean, big, he really did a lot, yeah. especially in those early episodes. Eventually, it got its legs. I think this could be easily another community another one of those types of shows that has critical acclaim later i don't i don't know who else is in it is there any like other notable actors or good like 
because you need like a good crack. You can have one great actor. You can have a Michael Scott, and then you have to have the ensemble or like everyone else kind of around him that lift him up or like you know or the joke. Yeah. So Bobby Monahan. Oh, in that. he's funny. That was the first one. Bobby Monahan's great. Yeah. He's, uh, he's yeah. Yeah. Miss Mr. Mayor is the name of the show. Let me let me cheat. Ted Danson, Holly Hunt. See, so can you watch this on Peacock? Okay. That is NBC's new Bobby streaming Monahan. app. That's where the Office is now. That's the only place it's you can annoying. watch the Office because they. They are part owners of Hulu as well, so I don't know why they... I think Hulu's going to go down next, to be honest with you. I think it's going to be the first yeah. app that gets it's, dissolved. It's mainly Fox's... But who owns Fox now? Disney. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. It's probably why they have spun it off. They're like, all right, the ship is sinking. Like, all the Fox and ABC content is going to come to Disney+, and Disney+, Plus is going to be a monster. Yeah, fully controlled and majority owned now is. by Walt Disney Company. Yeah. They're just spinning their wheels with Hulu. I'm like, I want to watch Bob's Burgers. I, you gave me The Simpsons. Come on, just give me. It's almost I there. I've watched Hulu since it stopped being free. Because I used, I watched, I watched it when it was like brand new, and there were no ads, and then they slowly added more and more ads, yeah, and then and they added the subscription service, and I was like, I'm out. I, mean, I used to watch It's Always Sunny, I think, on uh, there and stuff. Yeah, and I, there's some FX shows I'd like to watch. Yeah, and they still have the FX partnership. That's where I watch a lot of the FX partnership stuff, like Legion and oh, Always yeah. Sunny and stuff of that nature. Yeah. Little Dicky. Little Dicky. Well, I guess that wraps our show, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah, thank you for joining us this week on the Underpowered Podcast. We appreciate you being with us. If you want more, feel free to follow us on the social channels. Those are in the attached description. Please check that out. Also, our website is underpoweredmedia.com. We are chatting on Discord. Feel free to join the conversation. And feel free to leave us a review. Five stars, please. And that is a wrap for this week. We out. Six stars. Play a game. Thank you.